so many people are just looking for the miracle. Yeah. Like if only I had this job, or if only I had $10,000 in the bank, then boom, life should be good. Welcome to Grave Robbers Fire Circle, a men's ministry that robs the grave from the enemy by sharing the redeeming love of Jesus through the word of life. Come and join us around the fire as we seek to be set ablaze in brotherhood and spiritual wisdom through the Holy Spirit by sharing life, our struggles, our victories, our breakthroughs. Welcome. Welcome, fellow grave robbers. Again, around the fire, we are joined by my brothers, Javier and Nick, and myself, Kevin, as we continue to read Luke 17, verses 11 through 19, 10 healed of leprosy. Amen. It says, Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. He was going into the village. Ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at the distance and called out in loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he says, Go, show yourself to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him as he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Oof. Oof. (laughs) Sorry. I love this one. So some background for people that might not understand the relationship between Jews and Samaritans was not a good relationship. Nope. It was sticky. (laughs) They did not like each other, spit on each other, fought, accosted, bullied. I mean, it was a bad place to be. In fact, their travel plans when they were passing through Samaria would be to go all the way around Samaria, not through it, around it, which would tack on so much more time to their journey. And that was a terrible time to travel, right? You could have got robbed, you could have anything. And the person that you're not expecting actually was for more easy, I guess, for the Samaritan to say, hey, I got what I want and then just go away. But there was no reason for him from the Samaritan perspective just to go back and say, thank you for what you did for me. You couldn't just go. But he recognized. He recognized. He saw Christ. As we've disclaimed early on, we're not Bible scholars. We're just real everyday men chewing on the word here together. But knowing a little of the context there, the one thing that always jumps out at me at first, these 10 that were with leprosy, obviously they're together with the Samaritan because at that point they're just all unclean. So yeah, it, just, it, does, it doesn't matter that they were yeah. mingling with the Samaritan because they were already casted out of society. So they come before Jesus and Jesus says, go. He doesn't say you're healed now and they don't see the healing. This is what always just really strikes me is he says, go present yourself to the priests who were the ones responsible to dub them clean to enter back into society. He says, go and present yourselves. So they're turning from Jesus and acting on that direction is when they're healed. That was an act of faith by all of them. Then they all turn away from Jesus to step in faith towards the priest, probably thinking, this guy's crazy, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go walk up to the priest. And as they're walking away, they're healed. So just to pause there in that for a moment, like that act of faith, that stepping and walking before you've seen a manifestation in your life. You know, that's awesome because for example, we don't know how long they walk. 
No? We don't know if Olmos was at the door of the temple. They, they, were, got... they were far from the temple. They were removed from society. Exactly. So we don't know. Maybe they walk a day, maybe two days. Who knows? Right. But sometimes as well, it goes for us, right? Like, well, I love you know, that. It's a journey. It's it a is lot. a journey. Yeah, and it's an act of faith. So for every circumstances that we are going through, Ooh, we I just need that. to walk in faith, yeah. knowing that God, if Jesus said it, he's going to do it. Amen. It's a promise. It's in, in Jesus' name. It's a yes and amen. It's a promise. So we have to walk yes. with that promise. Yes. He's going to do it. Maybe we still don't see that we're clean, but we're going to get there. Wow. And we're going to receive the miracle. No, yeah. Like, just play that out for a second. Like, okay, I took one step. I'm not healed. I'm done. Yeah. No. Or they, a second step. A th- no. Let's say they walk for one day. Nine minutes. And they look at their self and they're saying, um, nothing happened to me yet. But they still have They faith. walked until they received their healing. That's right. Healing. But I mean, that faith is like, yeah, it's really, sometimes when we read the Bible, we just read the story. Like, oh, these guys just came to Jesus and then they have faith and they walk. But I mean, yes, how far they were from yeah, where they met oh. Jesus to all the way to the temple. And, and they, they were cleansed kept on the way. So that means they, they didn't see the miracle right away. Right. But they had the faith to believe on the master. Right. It doesn't say two stepped aside and just gave nope. up and nope. five more continued until... They all walked until they received their healing. And that, that's really speaking to me right now in so many ways. That you I've know heard. what is amazing? I'm sure they were just walking because they understood that there is, a, there is a goal. I have to walk to the temple. So I guess mentally they set the target. It's like, sure. let's go to the temple. Okay, it's going to take three days, four days. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the goal is the temple. It's like when we run. It's like it's a marathon. It's a journey. But along the way, I guess as when you were going, probably they were like, I don't feel anything. I don't know what is happening. A lot of doubts. But my ears not Maybe falling off. All the way. Exactly, exactly. It's like, well, I'm still, I still holding my ear, right? I mean, I don't know. It's just amazing. I mean, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the only thing that motivated them to continue looking and believing for the miracle was like they said that mine, he said it, I need to get there. I'm going to get there. Yeah. And that was what, the reason why they got the miracle, right? Yeah. So, so that yeah. means persistency, what you said, consistent. Yeah, for sure. And wow. I'm going to take it away from healing for a second because yeah. Kevin yeah. walked through something with me recently mm-hmm. over the past like half a year. We were believing God for some financial things to happen. Yeah. And while we were believing God, he was taking care of us every single day month from November to December to January to February to March to eight. I mean, it was like, where was it coming from? We had no idea. And he just showed up. And showed what up. we needed to do was believe. Yeah. We needed to trust keep walking. and know we had to keep moving forward, not give up, mm. just put our hands to the plow, say, thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord, you are good. It was his sovereign goodness that took yeah. care of us. Yeah. And through it all, he was faithful. Amen. He was faithful. He was faithful. And it was nothing that we did except looking to him and, and worshiping and adoring him. They lifted up their voices, right? Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Yeah. And then it says that the Samaritan turned, fell down on his face and glorified God. Like, you know, we had mentioned in the last episode, just roll out of bed and get on your face and worship him yeah. because he is good. He is good. Yeah. And that is key. Because sometimes, like you said, we are in this journey. Yeah. God provides us with a miracle. Yes. And sometimes we don't go and do what you mentioned, 
the last episode that you just go on your knees and say, thank you, Lord, for yeah. what you did to me. Recognize him that even this small thing that you provide for me today, it came from you. I give you the glory, I give you the honor. Yeah. And that is the best example of this. That, that probably speaks to that sustaining power. Yeah, of should. course, to all of us, as to he, have that faith. He was sustaining you through that period. Yeah. You know? For the ones that are listening to us, oh, I mean, if you're going through a difficult situation right now, I mean, yeah. you don't see nothing from God, you don't hear on God and you feel like you're alone and nothing is happening in your life. We need to, we need to follow the example of, the, of, of these guys. Yeah. It's just Keep to walking. have our eyes in Jesus and say, if he said it, yes. he promised, he's yeah. with me every day. He says, I'm his son, he's my provider, so he's going to come through. So I have to believe him. I just need to set my goal is Jesus. I need His to see him. His eyes are on the sparrow. Exactly. Yeah. How much more? If he's taking care of them, exactly. right? how much more so does he take care of us? Correct. Amen. Anyone listening, just keep putting one foot in front of another. And that's just, I'm talking to myself now. Just keep putting one foot in front of another. Don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged. Don't give up. He's promised it. What he said, he is faithful. What he has said will come to pass. Don't grow faint. And he has you. Yeah. Don't grow faint. No. You know what I do? I, I mean, I, I don't have it right now, but I like to put a piece of papers on, on the mirror. Yeah. So every time when I'm just like shaving, getting ready, I read that and I personalize them. I put my name on it and I said, get Javier, new, you are a conqueror uh, through Jesus Christ. Get that new Javier has the morning. Exactly. Javier has the mind of Christ. Just to remind myself, I'm on the way. Amen. So it's one more day. I have the opportunity. He's giving me one more day today. I don't have certainty of tomorrow, but I have one day now. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of that. It's really, really important if you don't have a process already established to have affirmations that you say to yourself. Scriptural. Right. Not, not like, yeah. I'm so successful. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, not you like. You chant this five times. Yeah. With, with the word of God. I'm saying that. With the I'm saying, yes, meditate on the word of God, but take scripture and read those things to yourself. Like you should be able to pretty much quote those things, right? Yes. If you don't have affirmations, put a list together top 25 things that mean something to you in scripture and speak it over yourself, over your life, over your family, over your children, over your job, over your business, over your schooling, whatever it is. Because it's life. It's life. Because it's life. It's a living life. word. It's a living word. It's a living word. It's the word of God. I mean, that's the most, and I like what you said, Nick, it's not about reading a book of motivation and things and start saying, oh, I'm this. This is the book of motivation, bro. This is the one. This is the one. This is the one. And then to take that after they've received their healing, one of them comes back. One of them falls back and runs back to the feet of Jesus. He receives something beyond just a miracle of healing. Yeah. You know, he had already been healed, but Jesus says to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Yeah, exactly. That's his soul. He's now been saved through his faith coming back to the feet of Jesus. I guess that a stage of well is completeness. It's not just about the miracle per se. Right. Not just the physical healing. It's just about anything else. It's like we ask God for a miracle. We're expecting something to happen in our life. And sometimes we don't stop to say thank you. Mm. But God has a plan. He gave us something. And that something has many things because he has a purpose. It's going to be something that is, is, is good for us. We tend just to limit our mind to the small issue, what we were expecting. Okay, God, thank you for this job. Okay, but God provided a job. Fine. That's a miracle. But now, what is the purpose, God? Because you made it right. So if you open this door, you have a plan. So I want to hear about your plan. Mm. And you find and, that at the feet. Exactly. And you find that at the feet. And then you just start glorifying the God and do what the work that God wants right. you to do through his miracle. That's the well. 
it makes you think like, why didn't the others come back? And a couple of things come to, to mind. So many people are just looking for the miracle. Yeah. Like if only I had this job, or if only I had $10,000 in the bank, then boom, life should be good then. But knowing that they were gonna do that, they still were healed, they were still cleansed. Yeah. Yep. And he's still good. Yes. He's just good because he's good. He's, he's good, good, right. Exactly. His sovereign goodness. Yes. That's it. Right. Knowing, he knew it. He went into that knowing that that one dude was coming back. Right. And, and the other one, we're gonna go. Right. He still and did he it. Was still. Good. Yes. And that's the difference between a relationship with Jesus and a religion. Jesus is interested in a relationship. Yes. So he will do it even if he knew that you are not gonna come back. He loves you and he's interested to be with yes, you. Yes, because he's wooing he's them. us, the ones who don't turn back that's and right. go back to him and say thank you. But he's willing. So he's waiting for everybody. He loves everybody. Well, that's, he died on the cross for, for all of us, knowing that still yes. some of his children would not accept him. That's right. But he still died for all of us. I think there probably is a, a, a religious aspect in there of why the other nine didn't come back. You know, they- Something we don't know, because we're not scollars. We're not scholars. <laughs> but, I, but I want to think that the Israelites that didn't turn back were also very stuck in a very religious mentality. Mm -hmm. I have to go to the priest. I have to do this. It was the Samaritan who maybe didn't have that and was able to see the, the Lord in, in this and get out of that religious structure. And the only reason I highlight that is because I think sometimes we do that in our lives. And maybe some of our listeners, we can be very religious or legalistic or putting rules on ourselves and this is what has to happen in my life. I have to go to the priest. I have to do this. Sure. And there's freedom in Christ. And the Samaritan wanted to just come give praise and thanks and stepped out of whatever that procession was and just came to fall at the feet of Jesus. We have access to Jesus. Like we've been saying in this past step, you know, he's alive. We hear him, we commune with him, and we can come and fall at his feet. And all the other rules and everything fall away. That rule didn't have to happen, I'm saying, for the Samaritan to be saved. Exactly. For everything well in his yes, life to right. be made. Yeah. It was just Jesus. The goodness of the Father. Right. I mean, imagine this. When Jesus saw the ten men, I mean, we don't know physically how they look because they wrapped themselves. Maybe he saw only the eyes. I mean, it's Jesus. He knows. But honestly, you don't know not even where they came from. It couldn't be from different regions, countries. I mean, he just felt the love and the faith. of Yeah, leper ten. colonies were just filled with lepers. Yeah. He just saw like ten men and they're asking, they have faith and they said, we want to receive a miracle. It was not like he was like, oh, you are you or you're okay. You are from right, this one right, or no, right. you're not. No, no, he was not, you know. He had no favorites. Yeah. You know? He loves us all. I just think not to grow faint. Don't in, grow faint. In this imagery of putting one step after yeah. another until we receive that miracle. And like you said, once we receive that miracle, it's about what we're going to do with it. And yep. to go to his feet with it and say, Lord, what's the purpose? What is your will? It's never just for ourselves. It's not for me. That's the point. It's for them. And I don't think it's by coincidence that this is right after our previous section that we reviewed in our last episode about being that unworthy servant, about being that humble bond servant as you shared. All good things come from him. We receive these miracles and we go to his feet with it. What am I to do with it, Lord? And really, I think this is showing us how to live our lives. We're here to populate heaven, bro. Yeah. Amen. 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 This is Grave Robbers Fire Circle. 
Special thank you to our own Justice Houston for managing our audio and video. This episode was recorded at Harvest Time Church in Greenwich, Connecticut. 